Trev and Ben's shite-sized chunks. I think I've asked you this before, Ben, but uh, do you like a practical joke? I don't like being on the receiving end of them. But Ah, but you like being the joker? Occasionally. What about with your wife? Do you try and wind your wife up every now and again? Now and again I might jump out on her. Jump out on her? Yeah. <laughs> that's not really a practical joke, that's just fear. <laughs> like uh, keep her on her toes. So what, she's, I don't know, she's coming out the bathroom or something, you wait outside the door, you, you're sort of waiting for the prey, she comes out and you go... <laughs> yeah, a bit like that. You know, um, I think it was Cato in the uh, Cluso yes. films. The yeah. great late Bert Kwok. Yeah. And um, how does she react normally? Has she got to the point where she's sort of used to it? It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, oh, stop no. that. She's a trembling mess. <laughs> you seem to revel in that. <laughs> oh, there's nothing better than making someone jump. Uh, does she pay you back? She does it, but not. she doesn't know she's doing it. Like, I'll be with my back turned to her in a, in a room, busy listening to something, playing on something, and then she'll walk in and just start talking, which will... Scared the life out of me. <laughs> so what about anything beyond just making a jump? I mean, do you go out of your way sometimes to, to set up a joke, you know, I don't know, like a fake spider somewhere or a fake mouse? No, like I that? don't have the time. <laughs> you don't have the time? No. Well, you got the time to stalk her, <laughs> make a jump. Well, uh, there was a great thing this week of uh, a, a girl who um, basically she started to panic because her boyfriend sent her a photograph of the Blackball Tower melting. He'd photoshopped a picture of the Blackwell Tower and it was sort of beginning to melt, beginning to topple over. And the girl panicked so much that she started putting messages out on social media. Oh, embarrassing. Warning people not to go near Blackpool, that, that it was really dangerous, that it was a, a national tragedy, that one of the icons of the British skyline was falling <laughs> down. I think you'd have to be quite, um, I don't mean to be disrespectful to this woman, quite dumb. Yeah. To assume that, I mean, it's very hot today. The day that we are recording this is very hot and humid, mm. but it's not that sort of real sun heat, is it? No. We haven't had the sort of weather that's going to make a metal tower melt. <laughs> and yet this woman seemed to believe it. And I think that's wonderful. I, it's, it, it reminds me of probably the famous prank of all, or not even a prank, but you know, the War of the Worlds thing all those years ago. Yeah. Where people started to genuinely believe the world was being attacked by aliens. <laughs> I'd love to come up with something like that. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to see that again, are we? I think uh, unlikely because social media will just poo-poo it very quickly. Yeah. But what about when practical jokes go wrong? Have you ever tried to to have a joke with someone and it go a bit pear-shaped? No, I've never had one go wrong, but I have, I have seen a few online that have gone wrong. Okay. Yeah, but they always turn out to be fake online, these, these practical That's true. jokes. I had a couple when I was a kid with my brother. I used to wind my brother up relentlessly. And uh, I had a couple that almost went a bit wrong because uh, basically we, we found out, I don't know if you can still do it, but there used to be a way that you could make one phone ring in the house from another phone. There was a number you could dial. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and it would make the, the phone ring. So you could then pretend to be someone quite official. Mm. on the end of a phone and I used to love doing that to my brother and I used to do all sorts of things pretending he'd won prizes <laughs> um, did he not recognise your voice? Uh, well sometimes I'd get my mate to do it my mate oh. would be round I'd get him to do the voice and so there was one occasion where um, he'd been collecting some tokens I, I forget what it was from some I think it might have been Fanta or Tango or something and um, he'd sent off for whatever the free gift was and uh, I decided that I was going to phone him up and pretend to be uh, someone from the company telling him he'd won a lot of money. 
And uh, oh, that's I, mean. I, I think we told him he'd won. I mean, to us then, it was a lot of money. It was like a grand. Right. And I just remember, you know, going through and going, well, congratulations, Mr. Smith. It's a wonderful prize for you. Well done. And then we heard him put the phone down, downstairs, and just him going, yes! <laughs> yes! And then I shouted down from the top and said, what? What is it? So I've just won some money. I went, no, you haven't. He went, I have. I went, no, you haven't. And he went, well, I have. And I went, well, who told you? And I said, yeah, that was us. <laughs> and he came, my memory is he came rushing up the stairs to attack me. Was this the time you told me about when he beat you with a shoe? Uh, I think it was. <laughs> I think that was the time he beat me with a shoe. I mean, there was also the time we pretended to be the police and uh, told him that we needed to come round and interview him as a uh, potential paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, but then the worst thing was afterwards, it wasn't really the phone call that was the cruelest bit. The cruelest bit was after the phone call, he came to sort of tell me how concerned he was. And uh, my mate was with me. We were winding him up together. And we started telling him, you know, oh, you, you, you should really change the clothes you're wearing. They do look like a uh, paedophile's clothes. <laughs> and you should change your hairstyle. That really is a paedophile's hairstyle. <laughs> and after about half an hour, he was beginning to get really very nervous. I mean, this is still quite a popular joke, isn't it? Because I, I think the police have just done this to Cliff Richard. <laughs> yes, over two years. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's real commitment to the joke. That. <laughs> I mean, we gave up after half an hour. My, my conscience couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I decided this isn't on because uh, you can't really do that to someone. It's not fair, is yeah. it? Uh, I think I look back on that now with a certain amount of regret. Mm. <laughs> um, there was a, a great thing I read recently of a girl, I think 15-year-old girl, who um, decided that as a prank she would do the sort of thing that you do, jump out on someone, mm -hmm. but she was going to be dressed as Barney the Dinosaur. Why? <laughs> she just thought that'd be funnier, make someone jump. But he's not a terrifying thing, is he? No, although if someone jumps out of you dressed in a great big giant purple dinosaur's outfit, it might make you jump. It probably would, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, she couldn't get the head off. <laughs> and she ended up having to go to the uh, the local fire department so they could release her from Barney's head. That did backfire, didn't it? That's not a great practical joke, no. is it? But there are some that have gone even worse than that. I mean, there are some that have had terrible consequences, you know, people getting very badly injured. Really? Yeah, or even killed. No. There was a terrible one that I read once of uh, some kids who decided that this is in America, that it would be funny if they um, removed a stop sign from a road. And uh, I don't know where this was going to lead, but basically two elderly ladies in a car didn't stop where they were meant to stop oh. and uh, and died. Oh. So we won't, we won't dwell on those no. ones. <laughs> but I love it when things don't go that well. Have you ever got into a prank war? No. I, because I do have a mate who likes to do the odd practical joke on me. And I did retaliate initially. Yeah. But he, he's the sort of bloke who will get you back 10 times harder than you uh, got him. Well, uh, I remember at school, there was a, a group of us. There was one kid in particular who, frankly, was a right tit. And any opportunity will be putting drawing pins on your chair, super gluing your pencil case up, all that sort of thing, right? Pain in your fucking ass, literally. <laughs> and uh, one day, my mate and him, they'd been at a prank war for, for weeks, if not months. Every opportunity, something would happen. And it was getting more and more, not... Um, not violent or it just it was it was pretty much the same prank over and over again it was either drawing pins on the chair or the thing where you put their pencil case on the edge of a chair you undo it so that when they pull their chair out everything falls out oh, that's good. uh we used to do cdt a lot craft design technology soldering iron 
burning bits of your pens, that sort of thing. So really annoying things like that. Anyway, in one lesson, uh, it would, there'd been a bit of to and fro and my mate ended up being thrown out of the class for basically pissing about. Right. And, uh, it was a door of the classroom that had a little slit window in it. And uh, I could see my mate outside. And then the other guy in the prank war decided he was going to do the pencil case on the edge of the chair thing, a couple of uh, drawing pins, two in one he was going to okay. go for. And I was sort of sitting next to him going, probably not now. He's been thrown out, you know. And uh, next thing, to be fair, he deserved it. He's making silly faces through the little slit window. <laughs> next thing, all I see is an arm come across and my mate being pinned up against the wall. And it was the head of year who'd walked in to have a go at someone else at another class in the particular block we were in and to see my mate pissing about and uh, and then pinned him to the wall. Of course, he then gets sent back into the classroom. The teacher says, sit down. He pulls his chair out. Everything fucking falls out. He sits on drawing pins. Lovely. I don't know if that's a victory or not. I think so. You think that's a victory? Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes prank wars go wrong. There was uh, some people got into a prank war and uh, they were working at uh, a medical school. And so they decided they were going to put a fake skeleton from their class lab into one of the girls' beds while she was out for the night. Uh, so they hung out in uh, the joint bathroom. I'm so assuming this is like a plastic skeleton. Yeah, yeah This yeah. is like a real skeleton. Well, I don't know, actually. It just says a, f- well, it says a fake skeleton. Oh, okay, right, so it must gotcha. be plastic, right? So they hung out in the, the joint bathroom so they could hear her come in. And that, what they wanted, of course, was a scream. It was like a... And all that. Um, there was no scream when she came in. And they were sort of a bit perturbed as to why this woman wasn't frightened and uh, they decided to go in and they turned the light on in a room and she was lying in bed stroking the skeleton's head with a sort of strange look on her face turned out she'd uh, this had pushed her over the edge she'd had a mental breakdown <gasps> oh dear there was you know she she wasn't having the best of times and this was kind of the last thing and she just snapped and, and just decided to take this skeleton on as it's as her friend Oh shit! That's gone very wrong, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you don't you, you want someone to have a five minute reaction? Yeah. But um, that's a lifetime of therapy. Oh dear. <laughs> um, when you're at school, though, um, school. We've, I've talked about my friends at school. School is the worst place for pranks, isn't it? Oh yeah. Especially, I don't know whether I wonder if girls are as bad as boys. I think what makes it worse is when you're at that stage as well, sort of uh, puberty and all that. You're you're very. Cr- prone to cringing and embarrassment and oh, it yeah. makes it all the worse yeah I do remember this was at uh, junior school uh, but you know you're still a bit uh, embarrassed by certain things I do remember someone just putting down my shorts and pants oh. in the middle of the playground and there I am with all to see girls around uh, the, uh, no this was an all boys school oh that's a relief even so, embarrassing enough. Um, yeah, but I mean, take that embarrassment to the moon if there's a playground full of girls That's around. That's true, yeah. I mean, the good thing is, like I say, I was probably only about nine or ten. If it happened when you're sort of 14, 15, I mean, that's your life over, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, there was a, a, a thing. We had this thing at my um, junior school where uh, we were all called into the hall at the end of the day and the headmaster went fucking mental at us because someone had pissed in a drinking fountain. Nice. Classy but place you went to. It was. It was classy. But then I did once hear this thing about um, a, a bloke who was in high school and he mixed a whole bunch of food and drink together in a bottle so it would look like um, feces. He then poured it in the urinal in the boys' bathroom and told a whole lot of people that he'd had a, you know, 
a dump in the urinal. Um, he was then called to the principal's office and expelled. Expelled? I mean, that's that's when it's gone wrong, isn't it? Could he not have explained it wasn't a real poo, or at that point, does it not matter anymore? I don't think it matters anymore, <laughs> does it? I mean, you've, you've crossed a line, and that's sort of it, isn't it, mm. really? Uh, this is possibly the, uh, the worst one I heard, though. I'm not a fan of spiders. I know you're not. No. I have held a tarantula in my life. I couldn't do it. And it was sort of one of those moments where I thought, this is going to help me conquer my fear. And I don't think it did, really. <laughs> so, but if anyone showed me a tarantula and I wasn't expecting to see a tarantula, I don't know what my reaction would be. I think I would kill it. Oh, they're, they're too big. They'd make too much of a mess. I don't know. I just think I would just lose it and just start smacking it to death. <laughs> so if a friend of mine had a tarantula and invited me out for dinner somewhere and then just uh, brought their tarantula with them, but then popped it on top of a burger. Oh, forget it. And then, and then called the waitress over to say, there's a tarantula in my burger. If I was the waitress, I'm sorry, I would just smack the top of that bun on top of it and just squash it to death. Oh, This woman just fainted. I'm not, I don't blame her. It's making me feel queasy. You don't want a tarantula crawling all over your burger, do you? No, well, I'm funny about food as it is. So, I, oh, oh, God, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, I said that was one of the worst ones. That's the worst one because of fear. What, do, what would you say would be the ultimate prank to play on someone that would really possibly change their lives. Mm, I think the most extreme thing I've ever seen was um, probably in one of the... Um, I don't know how to say jackass. Jackass? How do you say it if you're English? Uh, jackass. Jackass films. Yeah. At the end of one of those, they, they get some guy to do a, a prank where he pretends to be an Arab who's going to maybe do a bit of a terrorism scare on a taxi driver. But the taxi driver is, of course, in on this joke oh. and they hold him up at gunpoint, force him into the boot of the car and make him think he's going to be murdered. Wow, that's... Uh, that is bad. <laughs> I think one of the worst... Oh, and just, sorry, I just remembered as well. At the end of that, it turned out that the um, fake beard they'd given him for his Arab role had uh, been made up entirely of the cast pubic hair. Oh, so. do you know, I think that's the worst bit. <laughs> No, I think one of the worst things would be to hack someone's Facebook account or Twitter and then um, sort of then put a message out to say that this person has passed away. I mean, that's not that funny, is it's, it? I think that's horrible. That is quite horrible. Because that gives such fear and distress to so many people. Yeah. And yet I, I was looking up this and there are so many examples of it. So many examples of people doing that. Or just posting on someone's Facebook timeline, you know, oh, rest in peace, you were such a good friend. And then causing panic amongst all of their friends. I think that's appalling. That is pretty appalling. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I'll finish just by telling you, I think I've told you this before, the worst things that have happened to me was someone uh, sending an email to tell me that um, they were gay. That's happened to you a couple of times. It's happened it? to me three times. Three times. Overall. And that's that's a horrible prank because you don't know whether to take that seriously or not. Even the third time, you're thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, not again. <laughs> but the last thing you can do is phone that person up and go, will you just fucking stop it, you can't? And they go, no, no, honestly, I'm in a terrible place. Go, oh, shit. <laughs> that's not a good thing to do, is it? No. <laughs> and that's it for Science Science Chugs this week. Don't forget, you can get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trim and Ben. And join us for a live show every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 on CoinRadio.com. Trevor Ben's shite-sized chunks. <laughs>